This is Sound Ag Advice, a weekly feature presented by NDSU Extension. I'm Kelly Anderson, and I'm joined this week by Dr. Dave Franzen, NDSU Extension Soil Science Specialist. Now, Dave has shared with me that he's been getting a lot of questions from farmers about nitrogen stabilizers as we're going into spring planting. So, Dave, what are some of the common questions you're getting, and what are your recommendations for farmers? Yeah, thanks, Kelly. The main thing is a confusion and what a nitrogen stabilizer is. So there's there's two different types. There's a urease inhibitor, which is useful when urea is put on the soil surface or near the soil surface, and that keeps the urea from splitting off into free ammonia gas, which would just go off into the air. The other kind of nitrogen stabilizer, and the real nitrogen stabilizer, is uh, something like DCD or nitropyrin, and those are chemistries that work with the bacteria that take ammonia fertilizer and uh, convert it to nitrate. And those are useful mostly in the fall, when, and it keeps the ammonia in the ammonia form longer so that we don't have problems with leaching in sandy soils or denitrification in, in clay soils. But the spring, when we hit the field, within a very short period of time, the fertilizer retailers are going to be inundated with calls for custom application of fertilizer, and it just won't be possible. And so there'll probably be a lot of fertilizer that's applied to the soil surface. And that's okay as long as people protect the products that they're putting on. The product that's most at risk for any kind of a change is urea because there's an enzyme called urease in the soil and it's just naturally in the soil and it's not really associated with anything living. It just does what it did when it was inside of a plant and bacteria. It takes the urea and it splits it into free ammonia and CO2 and their gas and it just goes off into the air. So that's a problem. It's more of a problem the more residue you have, which there's plenty of residue, both on no-till fields and conventional till fields, and also in soil pHs that are above 7. And a lot of growers, if the whole field isn't pH above 7, at least part of the field is. And so both of those can increase the amount of ammonia volatilization that's around. So there is one chemistry that's readily available that can fix that at least for a week and a half, and that's NBPT. It's the active ingredient that was in the product Agritain and still in Agritain, but now there's a, a number of different products that are out there that contain NBPT. The most important thing to remember about that product is that the grower or the retailer or both need to make sure that the amount of MBPT per ton of urea that's being applied is the same or very similar to that that was put in with the old Agritain per ton. And if that's the case, then anything that's cheaper or anything that's made available will work just fine. It's almost complete shutdown of ammonia volatility for 10 days. And then after that, the volatility process will start. But by that time, hopefully you'll have a little bit of a rain and it doesn't take that much to move the urea into the soil. And so you're protected from that point on. But if you're putting urea in the surface, that's what you have to do. The other nitrification inhibitors, there are very few spring studies that have been done to really show that they're really all that important. The other product that's available to a lot of retailers now is called ESN. And that's a polycoated urea. And that also performs the same kind of service with urea because it shelters the urea from attack by urease as long as it's within that poly coating. 
The problem with it is, is that the release of the urea from the pellet is totally dependent on the temperature and the moisture, and we can't always count on that. So if you're using ESN, I would greatly recommend that you don't use it for something where too much nitrogen later on the season is harmful, like malting barley and particularly sugar beets. So not those two crops. Don't use ESN on those. The crops that have the most value would be corn, particularly that on the irrigation, and certainly uh, spring wheat durum. But I would use a mix. I don't think I'd use any more ESN in a mix than maybe 25% of the total mix. So 25% ESN, 75% urea. That way, if it turns dry, you still got plenty of urea to make a yield. But if it's um, a normal season, you'll still have some urea at the end to help you with protein and that late season yield need. Thank you for your time and advice today, Dave. Our guest today has been Dave Franzen, NDSU Extension Soil Science Specialist. This has been Sound Ag Advice, a weekly feature presented by NDSU Extension. <laughs>